What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hello there. Welcome back. Oh man, it's day three of the Roundtable podcast. And I have another amazing group of coaches to introduce you to today. We've got Kristen, we've got Debbie, we've got Diane, and we've got Jennifer. And this group of coaches today, they talk about how their thoughts about productivity have changed doing this work with me. They talk about judgment. Man, nobody ever talks about judgment except me. Obviously, I always talk about judgment. (laughs) But they talk about their experience of judgment. And this group of ladies, we actually ended the recording and they were like, no, I want to share how much money I've made. I want everybody to know. Yes, I want them to hear my growth, but I want them to hear how much money that's created. And so we pressed record. And at the end, you get to hear them share how much money they've created in doing this work. So let's jump over and get started. This is a roundtable conversation about goals. This series features the real experience of what happens between setting the goal and hitting a goal. Because what so many of us don't think about is that we spend 99% of our time in the achieving of the goal and only 1% in the actually having of the goal. And a goal is just about deciding who you're becoming next, right? You know you hit the goal because you have the result. But before you hit that goal, between setting and hitting that goal, you experience growth. Our brains aren't trained to see growth. And when you don't teach your brain to see the growth, it's going to feel like you're not making any progress towards who you're becoming next. This podcast series is about featuring the growth of the in-between. Okay, let's jump right in. This is Jennifer Dent Brown. I am a life and weight loss coach, and I help women learn to stop dieting forever. So if you're a professional dieter and you're ready to get off of the weight loss struggle bus, I am your girl. Nice. And Jennifer, I didn't ask this, but (laughs) I forgot. So you told us who we are. What's the goal you're learning to grow into? Ooh, The goal that I'm learning to grow into is how to set goals and achieve them in the time frame that I have decided. Nice. Okay. Who wants to go next? I'm Debbie Shadid. I am a wedding business success coach. I help women who are super creative, who love to do all the pretty stuff. I help them figure out how to make money in their business. Nice. And what's the goal you're growing into? I don't know. I kind of like Jennifer's. I'm on that same one, like set a goal and make it. And I'll tell you, it's also to believe that um, the goal can be bigger than I thought. 
Mm, yeah. I saw you posting the other day, like how a million feels like it might be doable. Yeah. I never thought that before, but thanks to you, it's like, I know everything I need to know to create a million dollar business. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Cause money, I mean, often we're going to measure it by money, but I love how simple it is just learning to set and hit a goal and learning how to stretch our belief. Yeah. I'm Kristen and I am a life coach for overwhelmed millennial women. I help them simplify everything and create an intentional life that they love. The goal that I am growing into, the ultimate goal, I guess, for the year would be to create a $100,000 business. But each week it's similar to Debbie and Jennifer. It's to set goals and achieve them and believe that I can create and set goals and then go for them. Anything that I want, I can go for it. Yeah. And I'm Diane Payne. I am a life coach for miserable LDS women who well, moms in particular, who are frequently overwhelmed and feeling emotionally kind of unstable, because um, that's my story. And that's what I'm learning to grow into being a coach that makes $100,000 and enjoying the process, because I want you to enjoy the process of being a mom as well. I want to add, this is Debbie. I, as you guys are talking, I know that one of the things when I started working with Elizabeth was I actually wanted to work less. So my goal numbers like $200,000 was to only work four days a week instead of five, six, seven night and day was to actually work less. Uh, and did you do it? I am working less. I really am. It's amazing. It's really amazing. Let's start there then, because the question that I want to pose next to all of you is what has growing into your goal looked like? And so for Debbie, I know that for you, that's been like working less than eight weekdays a week. <laughs> What's that number? Tell us what growth has looked like for you, Debbie, growing into now, your goal. You know, first of all, I have to say thank you again, Elizabeth, because one of the things that was when we started working together, that was just totally racking my brain was that I had business debt. And I was so obsessed over that and so um, stressed out over that, that I it was hard for me to do anything else because I was thinking about that. And I was, I was ashamed about it. I was like, I didn't, I thought it was a dirty secret. And then, you know, Elizabeth kept saying, that's just neutral data. And then it got to the point where I realized like, okay, that's just, two credit cards that I didn't go to the bank and borrow money. I just use those to finance my business and everybody has to have money to finance a business and why I made that so bad, but thank you for getting me out of that place. Um, and then the other thing was just feeling like I had to work, 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 work. And um, it's, that's been a weird thing too. And that's all because of you. You've taught me how to like, you don't have to do anything else. You've already done enough or you know enough. You know, you can go sit down with your husband in the other room and really enjoy yourself. And it's, you don't have to feel bad about it. You can actually let it go. And that's been phenomenal. Thank you for that. Well, and I love that you shower this on me, but Debbie, I have to give it back to you because I didn't do any of that. I, I gave you the suggestion. I gave you the ideas maybe, and I coached your mind, but are you owning that you right? Like you did that. That's growth. 
It is. I mean, I, it's, uh, you know, everybody else on here will agree. It's not easy to do that work. I mean, you have to consistently be committed to doing it. You have to bring yourself back to it over and over and over uh, because it's hard to change, you know, old habits. I mean, it's hard to change those things that you've been so used to thinking. So um, yeah, you coached me through it, but you're right. I'm, I'm the one who shows up every day and rethinks about it over and over and over again. And what drives you to do that? Like what drives you to grow, Debbie? Um, you know, it's not money. It's, uh, I mean, I want to make a lot of money, uh, but I really want to be a more at peace person. I love, love, love helping women in their business. And that means so much to me that I can help them have success. But now I also see the second part is since you're teaching me how to be a little more relaxed in my business and to know that it's easy. I, this has been super fun to add that to my business too, to be able to help them see I was making them hustle as hard as I was hustling, that they also don't have to hustle as hard because you don't have to do that to have a good business. Yeah. What about the rest of you guys? Yeah. Yeah. I'll add in, this like. Kristen, I'll add in to similar to Debbie. I thought that the more action I took, that was the key to success and to growth and I just need to take more action and work more, <laughs> but turns out that doesn't work. <laughs> so the action just for the sake of action doesn't create the results that I wanted. Um, I was good at that. I was good at checking things off of a to-do list, but I found that I wasn't pairing my thinking and how I was feeling with those actions. I was just doing action for the sake of it. So then learning from myself, learning, learning for myself has been my biggest area of growth in all of this. And I'm thankful that I tuned out a lot of the other advice and podcasts and people and all of those things and decided, wait, I can learn from me. I can learn from how I'm taking action, why I'm taking action, what I believe about working so much and how that creates success. And then decide to think, wait a minute, I can look at how I'm thinking and feeling. I can create all of this from a calmer energy, from a more empowered feeling versus a have to desperate, needy, this has to work. This is what I have to do kind of energy and feeling. And that made such a difference for me. So knowing that I have everything within me, I can learn from myself. I don't have to keep seeking that wisdom outside of me and trying to take on other people's thoughts. If I just look at what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, how I'm going about the things that I'm doing, that's my greatest teacher. And that changed everything for me. So. I love that, Kristen, because when I started with Elizabeth, my emotional level was like none. And my brain always raced and I was so busy consuming content from all the other people, all the other masters of coaching. And I didn't take time to learn from myself, but the greatest thing that Elizabeth has taught me is to slow my brain down. And I really wasn't an action taker. I was a mental action taker. Like I had all of these ideas I was creating, but then my emotions got me stuck. So it was, I had all these ideas, but I couldn't bring any of them to fruition because I was so stuck in my emotions. And so I have loved learning to slow my brain down and 
calm, come from a calm, grounded emotion that I can learn from myself instead of seeking outside information. It's been a game changer for me. I have to agree with everything that you guys said. This is Jennifer. Um, the one thing that was major for me was you just helped me kind of fill in the, the missing pieces. Because I had some things. I've been a coach for a while. I've worked with business coaches. Like I had some things and I was making some money, but there was just some gaps. And I think the missing piece for me was my mindset. And you really just taught me how to think differently. I like to think of it as like mindset elevation. It just, you just helped me like really be able to analyze everything that I was doing that wasn't working, but making it, allowing myself to not judge myself. And really like Kristen was saying, how am I learning from myself, right? How can I do this assessment or do this evaluation and not feel terrible about what I didn't accomplish, but how can I take that information, look at it in a very neutral way and see how I can learn from myself going forward. And I think that was the biggest piece for me as I was growing into my goal. Uh, I think that judgment is such an interesting angle. Like who else would say that they struggle with that judgmental side of their minds? Just share whatever you can about that. Well, this is Diane. Like that was my number one thing. I was constantly beating myself up. And when I got to the place where I could accept and understand and come at myself with more encouragement and gentleness and like a friend encouraging me to move forward instead of like the taskmaster or the food critic that's like, well, this is good, but you could have done this so much better, right? changed everything for me. Yeah, one of the, the, this is Jennifer again, one of the thoughts that I had was like, feeling all of my emotions will allow me to be successful. Because I had a habit and a pattern. That was the other thing that I learned is like, oh, I have thought patterns. <laughs> and a lot of my thought patterns are not useful. So when I did finally understand what a thought pattern was, one of the thought patterns that I did realize was that I like to just go from like the unintentional, the negative thing, like, and skip right over to like, let's make this happy. Let's make this a feel good thought and not really learn anything from it. So when I recognize that, oh, it's okay to feel not so happy about this result. It's okay to feel, you know, kind of crappy about this result, but I can still keep working and I can still, you know, apply what I'm learning and still keep going. And so that was definitely a game changer for me. I agree. For me, having acceptance for those natural ways of thinking has been a big thing for me to learn because before, similar to both of you ladies, I was judgmental of everything that I thought and I thought I shouldn't think those thoughts. I need to, I need to switch it over to something better and something that's going to create the result that I want that's more positive but I wasn't accepting that my brain naturally says some of these other things and that it's okay. I don't have to cover it up or, you know, push it away or push it down. I can allow it all to come up, accept that it's there. And what Elizabeth teaches with her daily work is to comfort those thoughts, to let them be there, let them come up and, and then 
sort of talk your brain through your brain's natural thinking versus no, 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 we can't think that. Let's just think something better. It's way better to accept it and accept yourself for thinking it versus judging. That comforting, the thoughts freaked me out. <laughs> like initially, I was like, wait, I have to write this on paper. Like you didn't even want to admit to yourself that you were well, I'm saying you, it was actually me, my brain, admit to myself that I was actually thinking these negative thoughts. Uh, I agree. <laughs> like, no, and I, I think I really struggled, like, trying to find the thought to make me feel better. And it was like, the more I tried to find the thought to feel better, the worse I felt. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know how to do this, which I really do know how to do that. But when you're fighting it so much, it shuts it down. Well, this is Debbie, and from the girl who comes from the power of positive thinking, to have to write those things down, I did the daily work for a long time and never wrote those down because I didn't want to write down anything that might be bad until I finally understood, and I'll confess to everyone listening, you know, if you don't understand some of what's being said today, you'll get it eventually, <laughs> because I just have to keep asking, like, what? What are you trying to say? So it's, um, I think I had my brain so conditioned, like I said, maybe on the positive thinking thing, that like, don't admit anything, even to yourself. It was, it's been a hard thing to crack, but there's really something to that daily work is amazing. And the end work at the end of the day to do the work at the end of the day is important too. Yeah. I won't forget Debbie, where you were like, why would I want to write that stuff down? I know you said some word, some <laughs> cuss word that I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, I know it's awful. Why would I write that? And yeah, I mean, cause right. It's like when we just think about there's two sides of a coin and there's two sides of our mind and I, I think there are some humans out there. I mean, my husband is one of them who doesn't judge very much at all. And then there's like my mind that just is so always seeped in judgment. And when I found acceptance, I was like, oh, this is the breath of fresh air. This is the like relief from myself. And I love that I can give that to all of my other judgmental minds that are out there as well. So we think about this growth and I know for me, I was all in on investing in my business. I was like, that to me was a thing I wanted. I knew it was a place I wanted to put my money and my energy and my effort. And I, I also, as I did that work, had this really pleasant surprise, which was that it changed other parts of my life. And so I want to hear from you guys, how has the growth that you've directed at your business then trickled out and impacted? What are the other areas of your life that have been impacted? a good question. This is Jennifer. Uh, one of the things that I now think about is other things like thinking about things in the model, which I never necessarily did before. I only really apply that to very certain things, but I love when you always give examples, Elizabeth, about how you were like having a discussion with your husband or your kids and you're like, oh, that's just a thought. Like that's a neutral thought. That's a neutral circumstance. And I find myself trying to apply that to other things that I would normally get charged up about. So thinking and finding the neutrality in a lot of things outside of business. So that has definitely changed for me um, in a positive way. Huh. I agree. I think with 
relationships and family, that can be an area where we think people, we think certain things about people are maybe judgmental thoughts about people, but it gives us an opportunity to let ourselves be triggered, which you talk about that a lot, Elizabeth, the triggering can be such a great thing for our minds because it allows everything to come up. So allowing the people in my life, the relationships or other areas of life, even things like for me, weight loss has become something that I didn't necessarily struggle with, but something that I have now implemented into my life where I lost a certain amount of weight. And now I'm someone who doesn't have to think those thoughts of, okay, I need to do this and I need to do that. And whereas my business, I'm so in it. And for me, I, I think I have to think about everything and I overthink about things. And I realize in these other areas of life that have become natural and easy and just part of life that, oh, that's how this works. Like it applies to other areas. I can, like things just start, you just start to become someone who weighs a certain amount or who has, who knows exactly what foods to eat. And I'm able to compare those things outside of business to business and see, oh, that's great. I can see that I'm now becoming someone who creates this amount of money or reaches these goals. And it's easy. It's who I am versus it having to be something that's so hard. So taking that into relationships and, and food and just every area of life and letting myself see what still I still get triggered by and also what has become easy and then bringing that back into business. It's, it's amazing how this work applies to every area of life. It's just living in the model in every area of life. The thing that I've loved is knowing what I control in my business and is really just the, the energy in which I show up. And that translates so well to our relationships with our kids. Because the only thing as a mom that I control is how I show up to my kids. I don't get to, I don't get to control how they respond. I just get to control me. And I remember when Elizabeth gave us a worksheet and that said, it was said on there, like, I get to control my emotions. I was like, oh, that is brilliant because that's what I get to control. So I think about that all the time in my relationships with my kids. For all of us, we have different things and, and everybody listening to this is going to relate to somebody else. But, you know, I just took three days off last week. And for some of you guys, you're like, what? Big deal. But I took three days off and I took my computer and I went to go see my aunt and I didn't open my computer. I did not take one business call. I did not open my computer. And that is literally the first time I've been in business 21 years for myself. That's the first time I have ever done anything like that. So, you know, it's, 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 um, I don't want to say I haven't, of course I think about my husband all the time and I've got an amazing, I really do. You guys have an amazing husband, but to go out there and say, I'm, Oh, I'm going to turn off my brain. I'm not, I'm going to sit here and really be present with him. And I'm not going to be worrying about what do I have to do tomorrow? Because tomorrow's going to be tomorrow and I'll do tomorrow what I need to do. Just sit here tonight and know that anything extra that I need to do isn't going to change. I went to the pool on Sunday and I, I took a book with me and then it was like, wait, you don't have to, you don't have to listen to a podcast. You don't have to read a book for success. You can just sit down and not do anything and still sell a client on a Sunday that pays in full. Ooh, that's inspiring. Yeah, that's pretty That amazing. is, and I'm that's so nice. excited for you. It changes everything when you enjoy the process. 
That has been my biggest gift is to enjoy the process. Well, you have to be on yourself though, because if yeah. you guys, uh, for those of you listening, there's a Facebook group and I posted right before the face, right before the consult, like, oh my gosh, what should my pre-consult thoughts be? What should I be thinking about before I get on the sales call? Which was ridiculous because I already know what they should be. But I had this moment of, oh my gosh, I need, you know, I, I need this client instead of just letting go of it and knowing I just want to have a conversation with this lady. And if it's right for me and it's right for her, it's going to work out just fine. And it was literally, you know, perfect. When you show up in a conversation like that, and I knew how to prepare myself. I knew how to sit down and write down those things that I was worried about, those negative sneaky thoughts and address them and remind myself of that word that you gave me at the beginning of the year, which was possible possibility. It literally is my word of the year. You know, like it's possible, it's possible. That's such a small shift to think like it's possible this lady can pay me in full today. It's possible that she'll become my client. It's, it takes all the pressure for me. It takes all the pressure off of the whole thing. If you just lean into that instead of what if I don't, and I have to, you know, there's a space in between that feels so much easier for me. I'm so curious, like when you guys think about who you've become now, how is that different than who you used to be? Because the people listening, when they hear all this, like, yeah, you're like, mm, this is a little different, but they might be like, oh, that sounds so far from who I am or what I'm thinking or doing. Who did you guys used to be? How did you used to approach goals and consults and money and what's like, who did you used to be? Okay, can I answer this first? This is Debbie, because you guys might have been more calm than me. <laughs> you guys have been at this, I don't, you know, you've been at this work a little bit longer than me. And I feel like now, looking back even last week or the week before or the week before, because every week it's something new. Yesterday before that consult was an, another layer of change for me. So, uh, you know, I lived in one of my things is that I said about everything when somebody asked me something, how are you feeling or what's going on or what do you need to do? I'd say, I don't know. I don't know. And I literally like my brain could not come up with an answer. I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, it's like this frantic overwhelm and worry and anxiety that just I took with I took it with me everywhere, even though I'm a happy, positive, optimistic person. It was inside there. Um, that I just could not let go of. And I don't know how, what happens one day when it's not what it was, but somewhere in that process of us working together, Elizabeth, it, you know, you lose one layer of each one of those things and you show up a different person the next day. So for anybody listening who's overwhelmed, stressed out, anxious, working all the time, it's possible in a really short amount of time to change that feeling. I would say to that too, I was a massage therapist before I was a coach and I knew in that setting to that I had to work on my own mind before I went into the room because when I was in the room with someone giving them a relaxing massage, I wanted them to feel relaxed and I wanted my energy to be the example there and be relaxing. And that seemed so easy doing that because of course, like, you know, the setting is calm and I can, but there were people that I worked with that did not feel that way. I knew that I could create that feeling with my own thinking, but I didn't 
put it together. And then coming into coaching and being able to see, oh, I create that. I create how I feel and I create the environment, the energy that I provide to other people through how I show up on social media and how I show up on consultation calls, all of that I'm responsible for. So getting to practice that and be in that energy has been a big shift for me to be able to know it intellectually, but then truly put it into practice with coaching. I have enjoyed being able to see that I am responsible for showing up with that and I can create that anytime that I want. <laughs> it doesn't matter what's happening in my life or what happened in my life before I walked into the call or anything like that. I can show up in a space with someone and create that energy and then embody that to show them that they can do the same. So being able to practice that and slow myself down and realize that I can create that at any time is super powerful. Um, and then of course, getting the results from that is, is really fun. I think I'm now seeing things happen faster and faster before I thought I need to have all the steps laid out and I need to, I need to follow this specific process. But then in doing that, I wasn't being myself and what I've learned from Elizabeth and just working with this group and learning from myself is that who I am and how I show up is the most important thing. I don't need to go and take someone else's step by step. I just need to be myself and trust that I know everything that I know and that I'm the perfect person to help this person. I, you know, I don't need to think that I need anything more. <laughs> I have it all and this is great. And we're going to have a conversation and just be myself and relax into that. It's so much more fun and more powerful than thinking I need a step-by-step -step process. I need to have it figured out. I need, to, <laughs> I need to say all the right things. Forget all of that. Just trust myself. That's where everything is. <laughs> I know, Kristen, you said the word fun. And for me, like before, business was not fun. <laughs> like growing my business was very painful. And if I may be honest, I was a hot mess before I came to this mastermind. Um, I would just get stuck in the rabbit hole mentally. And if something didn't go the way I thought it should, or I got stuck in compare and despair, looking at other coaches and their progress, I would just like, you know, just be out of the game mentally, although I was still working, right? Doing more action like Debbie, doing all the A's, all of the things. And for me, being more action oriented felt like, oh, I was being super productive and that was going to get me my result. So coming to this mastermind, I learned like the rest of you, like how to scale back. Less is more. And that my thoughts, all of my thoughts actually really do create my results. And then learning how to manipulate my thinking so that I can create the result. And that has been probably one of the biggest things that has changed for me in learning how to, to finally get to the result. And I'm learning how to have fun while I'm doing it because I'm not so focused on and being so attached to the goal and being so attached to the following a process, but just really just looking and, and thinking about my clients, thinking about my business as a whole, um, and just thinking like, this is a fun process. This journey is amazing. And I'm learning so much about myself as I'm growing. So that for me, fun and the mindset elevation.
perfect combination. And it's so funny because when you say the fun, I had listened to several podcasts where coaches were saying, make it fun. And I'd be like, I got to make this fun. I got to make this fun. And it was horrible. I was putting so much pressure on myself and I'd, and I'd have the list of actions that I wanted to take. Cause like I said, I'm not like you guys. I'm not an, I wasn't an action taker and that's the biggest area of growth for me. I went from, from having all the ideas of the actions I wanted to take to where I could actually take the action. And the reason why I wasn't able to take the action is because I was like, I've got to make it fun. And this is so hard, which was making it not fun and which was keeping me from doing it. And so when I learned how to, I mean, and I was like, I wasn't sleeping at night and it wasn't like I was getting up and and writing my thoughts out on paper. It was that I was laying there in beds doing about all the thoughts. And now I'm just like, when my brain wakes up at like three in the morning, I'm like, it's okay, brain. We'll be all right. These will still, all these thoughts will still be there tomorrow and we can write them down then. And this is just, this is just anxiety and you're going to be fine. And literally like that's what I fall asleep. I fall back asleep now because I recognize and I, and it's like, I'm honoring my brain. It's okay. You want to work, but we're going to do that later. It's been a total game changer for me to where I'm not, it doesn't have to be fun anymore. It naturally is fun. I'm like finding like, oh, I can post that and I will enjoy posting that. And so that's been the biggest game changer. I'm getting more sleep and I'm enjoying my business. I think productivity, that's such an interesting thing because a couple of you guys mentioned it. How has your ideas of productivity changed from maybe what they were to now how you mix productivity with the mind? I find that I sign more clients when I take less action, <laughs> which is so funny because all along I thought, I got to take action. I got to make things happen. I got to check all these things off. And it wasn't working because it was a have to, this is what I'm supposed to do kind of energy. But when I shifted into what can I learn from the clients that I have now? What can I learn from myself? Asking myself those questions instead of doing things to do things. I noticed that the, the action that I take and the things that I do have such a different energy behind them. And I show up for my current clients and for the potential clients in a, a way where it's truly helpful to them and not just taking action for me. So it shifts me into thinking more about them and how I can help them and serve them. And just asking myself that question, like, what can I do to serve them versus what can I do to check things off my to-do list today? <laughs> One of the things, um, this is Jennifer, that I've been doing is one, I pare down all of the actions that I was doing and just began to focus on less is more, like what are the main things that need to happen? But before I do those main things, like record, write and record my podcast, send out an email, I have a little bit of time where I just think intentionally and just write down like, how do I wanna feel when I'm doing this task? 
how do I want my person, my ideal client to feel when she's reading or when she's hearing this task? And so the practice of thinking intentionally is now part of my productivity um, schedule. So that was uh, one thing that I was not doing before. I'd always just jump in and do the task. Okay, done, move on to the next thing. And then wonder like, well, why am I not getting the result that I want? So the intentionality of doing the thing before I actually do the thing is part of my productivity. And I think that was one of the most surprising things for me. This is Diane, by the way. Um, I actually added thought work into my action. And that was, that was something I had never done before. I always thought that it was the action I needed to focus on, the actual posting on Facebook or writing the email or reaching out to my group. And, and that's what made it so hard is that I hadn't ever done the mindset work to get in the energy that that happened naturally. So putting mindset work in as one of my actions did change everything for me as well. How has watching others in the mastermind, watching other people grow, either their mind or their results, how does that help you grow? What's a specific example maybe even of, I saw somebody post this or hit this win, and this is how I grew because of that. Oh, I totally have an example of this because you were coaching Sandra about ease, like comforting herself and taking care of herself. Um, and I, that was just a mind-blowing moment for me. That was just, that shifted everything in, in my coaching because I, I got off the phone and I changed my goal from I'm going to create four clients this month to I'm going to learn how to create four clients this month from ease. I'm going to learn how to enjoy this process. It's not even about the, the clients for me. It's about learning how to do this in a way that comforts me that helps me love what I do because when I love what I do and it's easy, then I am an amazing coach for my moms because they're, they're experiencing the same set of emotions I am. Like I'm thinking now before I was waking up at three o'clock in the morning, thinking about my kids and everything that I had to do. And not that I don't still, but right now my focus is on my business. But those moms that I help, they're waking up at three in the morning and they're, they're stressed out. They're hating being moms. And so to learn how to love what I do, that is such a gift that I can share with moms. This is Kristen. I'll say that watching other coaches in the mastermind sign clients quickly is super inspiring because it proves this, I guess disproves the thought things take time. And I think we're taught when it comes to business advice and all of these things that it's just going to take time. And, you know, that's just part of it. And that's how it goes. But then when I watch someone like Amber, for example, sign lots of clients in a short period of time, I realize, oh, wait a minute, that whole time thing. <laughs> what is that about? We don't have to think that things take time. Things can happen very quickly. And that's pretty cool to see. Uh, I think being around people who are doing similar work that you're doing and to know that 
it's possible. All of the things that they're creating to watch them create it, it means that it's possible for me too. I don't have a lot of other friends in real life who are coaches. So to be around that and to put myself in that community has been one of the best things that I can do because then I can see all the stuff that I believe that nobody else in my life believes because they're not in it. These people believe it and they're creating it. If it's possible for them, it's totally possible for me. So I love being in community with other coaches. It shows me that all of this, all of my own mind drama is normal because they have it too. And all of the things that they're creating, I can do that too. <laughs> so uh, for me, this has been um, the mastermind setting has been so phenomenal for a million reasons. The ones they talked about, but also the Facebook group. I, again, because I haven't come from some of the same space that you guys have come from, um, in the life coaching realm and knowing some of that more than what I did, cause I'm just all business all the time. It was super helpful for me to look at other people's thoughts. And when I was trying to think of a thought for myself, instead of saying, I don't even know what it should be. Cause there goes that, I don't know thing again, I could look at what other people were saying, other thoughts they were having. I could look at the way they outlined their circumstance, their thought, their feeling that went with it. And I could literally copy and paste those thoughts to become my own because somebody else could say what I didn't know what to say about myself. So that has been, that Facebook group has been super, super valuable. I mean, the calls are too, but I just want to highlight that Facebook group is a very active, we've been all very active in it. I have, I post like um, stories that are like five paragraphs long and, you know, everybody reads them and comments back. So it's, it's nice. That's a really big benefit too. Yeah, I definitely agree, um, Debbie. And you said exactly what I was going to say about being able to read other people's thoughts, because I feel like, you know, our brains are so limited in the way that we've been thinking about certain things and we just are stuck in our own thought patterns. And so when we're able to see someone else who's achieved a goal, like Amber achieved it really quickly and she lovingly posted all of her, her thought process. And I was like, Oh, just like taking notes. And um, it's been so helpful to just be able to borrow thoughts from other people, just where they are in their journey, which are like, oh, perfect for where I want to go. So I'll just take these and I'll take that one and I'll take this one and I'll just use it as my own and create my own results. So that's been amazingly helpful. I want you to share a specific thought, something that maybe you use it now to help yourself. Maybe it's something that's really made an impact on you, a belief that I want you to think about and, and then just share a little bit about why, right? Like why that thought? One thing that came up for me recently, Elizabeth, you did a podcast about being a success story for your coach. And that inspired me so much to think, I want to be a success story for my coaches. <laughs> so I started thinking about that one and and taking it on and letting it marinate. And that's one thing that I have been really proud to say that I am, even in coming on this podcast, knowing that we had this episode lined up last week, I had the thought, I want to be a success story. I want to have signed a client by next week. And I did that. And so it's just so crazy how you can start to think 
I want to be able to be super proud of myself when I achieve the result, but I can choose to be that now. I can be a success story before I've made $100,000, before I've done all the things that I want to do. How am I being a success story now? How am I living that out now? And that's one thought that I have been thinking about a lot is being a success story, to be really proud of the results that I've created for myself, but to be able to say, Elizabeth created this group and she allowed us this experience and we got to learn from her and learn from each other. And then I can say that I created results from just being part of the group and taking it all in. <laughs> I think the thought for me is I'm becoming the woman I was always designed to be because I have just loved the journey of finding myself and learning how to allow myself to not be perfect along this path of life because we're not ever going to be because we have a human brain. It's always going to be 50-50. And so there's going to be hard times and there's going to be good times and there's going to be times when I'm a hot mess and there's going to be times when I have it all together. And so I just love leaning into that. It feels so encouraging. It feels so loving and kind to myself too, that I'm becoming the woman I was always designed to be. I have so many thoughts. I can't pick just one <laughs> that have been super helpful. And I think just the act of having multiple thoughts that I'm repeating and going over a lot has just been like accelerated my results just through the roof. Um, but when I was thinking about that, I remember when I did my initial consult with you, Elizabeth, about joining the mastermind and you asked me a question, you said, how did you know, how do you create clients? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and I really struggled with that answer. And so one of the things that you've taught me is being very clear about how I create clients. And I am now very clear how I have created each client that I've signed since I joined the mastermind. And then when I was able to document that, I was able to see different patterns and different things. And I was like, oh, this is how I create clients. And so I've just been saying, I know how to create clients. And then building my confidence of, I know how to create clients. And like Debbie, I was able to sign a client when I was on vacation. And now clients are just coming to me. They're coming from everywhere. They're not just coming through consults. So really just depending and leaning on that thought, I know how to create clients has been a game changer because it's definitely showing up in my results. One thought that's important right now is that nothing stops me from producing results. So it doesn't matter. I've been in business over 20 years. It doesn't matter if it's a recession. And now I'll say COVID since y'all know I'm in the wedding business. And that's been something I've been hung up on because my clients have been. And yet that's not stopping me from producing my results either. Um, another thought that's been fun that other people have said that I see now is that clients come when I'm least, expe least expecting it. You know, when you can make the best plans, like I'm going to do this training and I'm going to get all these consults and it, you know, you just have to let go. So everybody loves growth, but one of the things we love even more than growth is creating results that we want. 
Debbie, you shared this. Like, I want to learn to be the person who sets a goal and hits it. Uh, Jennifer, you shared the same thing, right? And Kristen, and like being this person, I want to hear what are some of the results you've created with this amazing growth? Well, <laughs> for the first time, I, this is Jennifer, I actually achieved my goal in the time frame that I set it. But since I've joined the mastermind, may I share my numbers of with everyone? So when I joined in May, I made a total of $2,735. And then the following month, I made $3,535. In July, I made $4,827. All along the way, I was learning from myself, learning from myself, having fun, learning how to attract clients from anywhere. And then this month I set the goal to sign five clients and having them pay in full. And I made $20,477 in cash, which is freaking phenomenal. And oh my gosh, bravo. That is so awesome. It is possible to go from just a little bit to a lot of it in the time frame that you set. Like, I love that you like lead up, right? Because when you're like 3,000, 4,000, nobody's brain knows where that's going. And so they kind of like zoom out. I'm like, I don't know that I heard all the, and then you're like 20,000 and the brain's like, what, what just happens? Yeah. It's quite exciting. And then I get to practice the done energy, which is something that I was struggling a little bit to do before, but instead of jumping to the next goal, you were like, nope, settle down feel it, practice it, own it, and then keep practicing it as you go, go along. Yeah. And Jennifer, where are you at in terms of like 2019 versus 2020? I've more than doubled what I made last year. And I'm and feeling we're in August. We're only in August. I'm feeling very good about September and we'll see. This is just yeah. fun and exciting. Well, New territory for me. When we think about even the difference of that thought, like I know how I create my clients and your belief in that has changed and grown so much. And so has your money. Just in the mastermind, just from May to August, I will have made more than I did all in 2019. So I'm very proud of myself for that. Yes. That's fantastic. Same for me with the timeframe of the mastermind making more in this time frame than I did all of last year. And one of the things that I am proud to say now is that I can set a goal and achieve the goal. I can say I want to be a success story. I can create a client and the clients that I create pay in full and then they do. (laughs) So it's pretty fun to be able to set those things and then achieve them. Elizabeth talks about being able to set and achieve goals. And I always thought, I mean, that's cool, but (laughs) I don't think that I could do that. And then over time, just practicing my own thinking and learning from myself and seeing that I believed that it was possible for other people and not me. But when I started to see that if it's possible for them, it could be possible for me and letting myself feel possibility and feel that done energy and then go out and create it is pretty phenomenal for me. So that's a big step of growth. And this is Debbie, and um, I just want to, you know, reiterate, since I'm in the wedding business, kind of what was going on, that the wedding business has been closed down literally since March 15th, and we're at September 1st. So um, 
my clients were not able to have weddings or, I mean, and I know some places are having small weddings that, and, you know, people have been hesitant to plan weddings. And even with all of that and the mind drama I was having about it, um, I surpassed the, you know, my best year in my coaching business as of yesterday. And we still have four months left of the year. So, um, and for me, you guys, that's just been a big, big mind, um, you know, hurdle of my own to stay in a place where I could be not uh, believing that COVID was going to keep me from getting a client too. So it's been super, super fun to be in August and have already surpassed my best year. Yeah. And Debbie, what I love is that you had two years of the same numbers. And so this yeah. is year three, because yeah. what I love is people say they want a consistent business, but really they don't. They want a consistently growing business because <laughs> you had a consistent business. Yeah. And so year three is you like, no, there is no, there is no ceiling I'm stuck at. I'm, I can go further and higher and yes. And produce results faster. That's the whole thing that all of us are learning to do is produce our results faster. Yes. Produce results faster, doing less, mm -hmm. not necessarily less, but right. You have to, you have to, you can't create a million dollars in the same, you have to create a million dollars in the same amount of time as a hundred thousand. So you have to be able to create at a higher level, but not do more. So excellent job, ladies. I love it. Everybody, thank you for listening to today's episode. I want to thank my guests for being here with us and I'm going to link up where you can find them, their pictures, so you can see their faces and where you can connect with them at the next stage. Thank you ladies for coming on today and sharing your growth with the audience. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. <laughs> These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.